Welcome to the Companion Chapel Bible Study Podcast. My name is Mike, coming to you from the Great Lakes area of beautiful Ontario, Canada. Gorgeous fall day. Starting a new book today. It's the book of Thessalonians. Thessalonians, chapter 1 and verse 1. Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus unto the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. That's a great greeting. That is a thoroughly great greeting from Paul. And the charity of love, the compassion in Paul's words. Verse 2. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers. 3. Remembering without ceasing your work and faith and labor and love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father. Paul is giving comforting words, and he's getting from the comforter himself. Paul is comforting these people and giving great thanks, and mentions intercessory prayer here in verse 2. Intercessory prayer is very powerful, and even as long as I've been a Christian, I've just noticed lately the power of intercessory prayer. Praying for others makes a difference. Verse 3, Paul is saying, he's giving, he's giving a shout-out. He's giving kudos to the work that these guys are doing. It's a major heathen area. This is hardcore to try and teach the Bible in this area. And we have areas like that all over the place, even right in our own backyards, even in our own homes, some of you. But you just keep up with the patience and hope and love of Jesus Christ, and it's not a false hope at all. Verse 4, Knowing, brethren, beloved, your election of God. But God's elect means you're chosen, or you can enter and be one of God's elect by free will. That means you give it up for God. Verse 4, knowing without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love, the patience of our hope in Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and Father. For our gospel came not, verse 6, for our gospel came not unto you in words only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost as Holy Spirit, and in much assurance as ye know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. A little reassurance there, verse 6 now. And ye became followers of us and the Lord, and have received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Spirit. Since they're getting much afflicted here because they're in a heathen area, and they're not very friendly people. And heathen people are not very friendly when they find out you're a Christian. And they necessarily don't want you around. And the tribulation is to them because they are tempted by the things the ways of the world. They are tempted by things that are in the great tribulations, and there's two tribulations, one of Satan and one of God in the end. And we have to just decide for ourselves what this means, that we are going to escape the tribulation. It means we're not tempted, but it doesn't mean it's going to be a cakewalk because we have all these other people around us that are tempted and that are looking at us differently than we're looking at them. Verse 7, so that you are in samples to all I believe in Macedonia and Achika. Achika means trouble, and we're examples. We held our own. We didn't stoop to slander. We didn't stoop to look at people with disdain. We didn't stoop to look at name calling as an option for people that we don't like. That's name calling from the heart. These are examples, and you have to be a Christian example yourself. It's a standard God set out for us and an example we have to portray to others. Verse 8. For from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achica, but also in every place your faith to God 
Faith to Godward is spread abroad so that we need not to speak anything. They know what these guys are all about. Is what this means. They know these are Christian people with a Christian message and not a watered-down message that they go into a different community, size it up and see what works there and what doesn't work there, and then water down the Word to make it fit their lifestyle. You have to tweak your lifestyle for the Word of God. You can't tweak the Word of God for your lifestyle to suit your lifestyle, better said. And that's what happens when you travel around. These would be Christian uh, missionaries, like with the Word of God, Paul, and Timaeus, and, and Silvinius. They're traveling, and they're planting seeds, and they're making them grow, and they're setting up churches. Well, that's what happens when you go into heathen areas, and they just don't like it. But there is those who change, those who want to hear the, the Word of God and the standard. And deep down inside, they know it's the right way. For they themselves, verse 9, for they themselves show us of what manner of entering in we had unto you, and how ye turned to God from idols to serve the living true God. Hallelujah. 10. And to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. There's a few things in First Thessalonians, and it's patience. And patience and waiting. And a lot of people can't wrap their heads around that when they read in other places in the Bible that the times are near, the time is at hand. And people are saying, well, this was written 2,000 years ago. And people are saying, that's a long time ago. Like, things are the same as they were back then, and they're the same now, and they're not going to change in the future. Well, that's not the case. A whole volume of prophecy had to take place, and it's taking place, and is yet to take place, as God is, was, and will always be. We have to wait for the Christ. Well, it's hardly a wait. It may be on our wristwatch. But when you look at master time clock of the universe, God's in control. And He even lets us know one day with Him seems as a thousand years to us. So if you apply that formula to say someone who died 2,000 years ago, it's only a couple of days. It only seems like a couple of days to them. And that's the true clock. We're going to chapter 2 here. For yourselves, brethren, know our entrance in unto you that it was not in vain. This is an entrance into the heathen area. But even after... We had suffered before, and we were shamefully entreated, as you know, at Philippia. We were bold in our God to speak unto you the gospel of God with much contention. This, we're talking Acts chapter 16, verse 22 on, where they were treated very poorly, and they were humiliated. But humility is a great thing. Not to get humiliated to the point where you dehumanized but to humility to humble yourself and still carry the faith God will test you. And that's a guarantee. You will have everything you know, all your familiarities tested once you give up, once you give it up and trust God. What happens then is God only chastises the ones he loves because he wants to see what you're made of. He wants to see what you can handle. But I take that back. He knows what you can handle. He wants to see how much complaining you do in the face of tribulation. And remember, once you humble yourself, the tribulation does not seem tempting, the things in the tribulation. Yeah, we need basic necessities of life, that's true. And you can't go around just maxing out credit cards and then expecting somehow to get them paid off. We have to show humility. But this is extreme. And even to the extreme to the point where a lot of the disciples and high percentage of the prophets 
were killed. But fear not those who can kill the body, but kill the soul. Now, that's easy for me to sit here and say, but we'll just meditate on that for a little bit. And there you have it. First Thessalonians chapter 1. Thank you very much, Paul. Some things to take note of from the chapter 1. The example of patience. Example of true brotherly love. Compassion. And did you notice? Paul refers to events where he was pelted with stones, knocked out cold, served a five-year jail sentence. But he doesn't complain or blame. No blamers, no complainers. And isn't that just the greatest thing? Hope you enjoyed that. It's my pleasure bringing it to you. Now, if you would, please visit us at companionshabble.com. Please press subscribe and like on the podcast. If we have helped you with God's word, please help us spread our Heavenly Father's precious word. Companion Chapel is a registered nonprofit ministry that entrusts your much-needed gratuities. Go directly into Bible teaching and count as your works in front of God. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. And I just know you're coming back for the next chapter of this great book of Thessalonians. We really appreciate you for listening. Make sure you tell all your friends. And thank you very much. Have a great day. Bye for now.